0: So these levels are not what Allah sometimes wants us to achieve, you know, like in general, we want Allah to come down to us, but we don't want to go up to him. This is what I mean here, you know, like everybody has a different perception of Allah. Therefore, um, one person is ready to actually go really, really, really high and take all the risks to actually meet Allah in this world, of course, before the next. And Allah is like, okay, cool. You want that? Cool. So let's do this. And he will, in my personal belief, in my personal faith, he will help you achieve what you actually wanted or needed in order for you to meet him in this world because sometimes we need that Allah we need Allah to actually answer our prayers because then you will be dependent on him completely you won't need somebody else because the more that you have a better relationship with Allah the more that you do your best to be a good person and when I say good person doesn't mean like okay don't kill, don't steal don't no good person meaning that you do all the things that you're not supposed to do but you also know that you're a good person and therefore you know that you deserve good things in life you know you don't only see that okay I don't want to do this I'm you know always living in fear I don't want to kill I don't want to steal oh my god what happens if I do this no no okay and you know that okay you're a good person that you deserve to actually know Allah not just speaking to yourself saying who am I to know Allah who am I to know who he really is what he really is capable of like you know how we actually like for example let's take like jewish people for uh, as an example so we know that they made this the mistake of uh, like betraying allah at some point like i don't want to say something that will actually offend anyone in any sort of way cuz i have jewish friends and um, but we know that they have been like in the Quran, Allah has been spoken of them in ways <clears throat> that they have done some things that they wronged themselves, you know, and like he was not that, you know, not that um, happy with what he actu- they actually did. I, I don't want to actually say something wrong because w- w- I don't want to take a responsibility of what Allah really said and mean because I really don't. I'm not so good in understanding the Quran completely. That's the truth, and Allah knows. And look at them. Look at them, like, please don't don't tell me uh, they're gonna have the dunya and we're gonna have the like paradise. Nah, that's mm, no man. No, don't don't think like this. Like you see, if we were there, if we were. If we were their place and like, oh my God, Allah is <coughs> a bit disappointed because we made this and this mistakes. I think we was committed suicide or something, you know, because we have this belief for some kind of reason. Like this is the like, you know, this is a false belief. For example, that that Allah is in control of everything in the world. Therefore, we have no control. So when we believe that we have no control, therefore, how can our situation change? Because that's quite wrong. If you believe that you have no control, so how can you actually put an effort into changing your situation? Of course you have control. Of course. And that control was given to you by Allah himself. He is happy to give you control of your own life. The truth is, is that our religion was so mixed up with our culture that some people, for example, would lose their control to their parents because their parents would tell them to do this and this and this since they were kids. And then when they grow up, they don't know what to do anymore because they've always been told to do that and that. And if it doesn't work that way, something bad will happen to them. So this is a, like a small, like a small fake, even a bit stupid belief, you know, to have. We have control, alhamdulillah, We can move our hands. We can go to a, a certain place. And of course, Allah knows where you're going to go anyways. You know, He's the all-knowing. And it's beautiful because sometimes you actually want to do something, you want to go to something, and then you just pushed yourself to do something, and you have the control to take the keys and the cards to go to somewhere, it's not even good for you, but then because Allah knows that what you controlled, what you actually wanted to do, is not good for you, or for example, you will have an accident in that place, you know, but you had the control to actually go to that place, so what he does, he does it so gently and so beautifully. He just, okay, makes you forget at that point that you had to take this road, you take another road, for example, you know. It's a small example that you have control, you know. And then you're like, okay. This is just a small example. But people don't forget. What's funny is that people, they have control into doing the wrong things, bad things, you know. For example, drugs, alcohol, etc. You know, sometimes it's uh, it's it's an illness, you know. It's, uh, it's not easy to actually... Get rid of these things, but at one point, like you want to do, like listen, drugs. Not drugs are like addictions. I don't want to talk about addictions because addictions come from uh, psychological illnesses, mental illnesses. You know, I think a lot of people uh, suffered from addictions. I did as well, and I have a lot of empathy, and I can relate to that. So I don't want to speak about these things, but uh, the truth is. It's just let's just say, like, let's just say, like, how can I explain this? Like, like for example, you want to text somebody, you know. You know, you can actually just text that person and say whatever you want to say. Since we all have desires, you know, and sometimes you know that, that person, you're not supposed to be texting that person because they're not just right person for you you know it but don't tell me that you didn't have control to actually take the phone and text that person yes you did you just followed your desires you know you have control like people will get so upset when they don't achieve something they actually dream of because they believe that allah has control but when they want to do something bad or not like bad but bad for them or for example, gossiping, or for example, doing something wrong. You know, I'm I'm a bit worried to say something, to be honest, I I have a lot of things to say, but I'm just a bit worried to say something and then I just don't have the right knowledge to speak about it, you know, because each time I want to say, for example, smoking, it's an addiction, alcohol, well, it's kind of addiction because it starts at somewhere or pain, there's pain or psychological, illness or there's someone that wants to get rid of this pain you know but i just want to go to the simple things we do have control when i for example when i actually turn on the tv and start watching for example news that i know is fake i have control to turn that tv off allah did not impose me to watch that tv and to watch you know the wrong news and start believing that everything is about fear you know we have control it's a lie i don't know who lied to us at some point of our lives and muslim lives but we do have control so when you take your your take back your control you know i think that's step one into actually having great tawakul of allah it's first of all take back your own control know what the problem is work on yourself check out what where We have failed as Muslims, as a community. Where have we started believing that we had no control, that we are not capable of reaching high levels of spirituality? Because each time I speak to somebody, and a Muslim scholar, let's say scholar, not really scholar in my point of view, but okay. And then, like, when I listen to a certain scholar, and then that scholar says... Oh my God, Muhammad wasallam said that uh, Muslims will have such a hard time at keeping their own faith and they will just follow up to their desires and they won't be able, they won't respect their parents, they won't respect their, um, their duty to Allah, they won't pray. And then you hear this again and again and again and again. Or someone, for example, in TikTok, like lately, I've seen a, a person speaking about, oh, like there's, he brings this huge hadith about money. <laughs> that's, oh, if you can run and you can do this and do that and do that and put all your effort. And then if you don't, Allah will make you get the certain amount that's, he wants for you and he doesn't say in a way that oh my god like it's useless to actually put so much effort into making so much like not making so much money putting so much effort into making um great money but you actually you should actually use that heart your heart and not tire yourself because Allah will take care of you, and he will make you happy, and he will bring you the money that you deserve, you know? Like, people, they change, you know, when you feel that, what like, you feel what people actually, what their message is, you know? Like, when I'm saying this, you might feel that I want you to believe that Allah will give you that thing, that you can have, that you want to have, but you just don't need to make so much crazy effort, where you hurt yourself, this is my message, like that kind of faith, where you know, you have that connection with Allah, and you say, you pray to Allah, and you do your thing, and then Allah just brings it to you easily, like you don't have to actually suffer so much, and like go through so much stress, and destroy your DNA, and telechromes, and everything, just to, get that money and those riches because it's just maybe you just took the wrong path you just have to change go to the other path you know another path and just then your treasure is there you just don't have to see that oh my god allah has just made this for me so this person was describing that you can move and run and get rough and this this and that and then you won't get that money you know this is how i felt when i this person because and I'm like that's not true that's not like if we're supposed to see Allah and our religion of Islam like this like it means that we are like slaves you know and then people will say yes you are a slave of Allah yes I am a slave of Allah but how do you define being a slave of Allah, are you defining being a slave of Allah as human beings used to enslave other human beings, taking their rights away or do you actually describe being a slave of Allah as being free and having all your rights and actually having faith that everything is possible and that Allah will make you happy, Allah will destroy everyone that comes in your path who wants to hurt you or wants to destroy you, that Allah will rescue you, that Allah will be there for you, that Allah will uh, satisfy all your needs, you know, because you have just given, you just have faith that you're beautiful, The, the most beautiful being on earth is loving you and showering you with his blessings, because he just wants you to love him, to connect to him, to know who he really is. Do you really think that Allah wants you to suffer? You know, like we have, this another belief that Muslims have. Just be honest, be honest. You know, don't lie, don't lie. Uh, Muslims believe that they deserve to suffer for some reason. I don't know why. You know, I had this belief for some reason. Other people have this belief. this belief. It's not true. Allah doesn't want you to suffer because, oh my God, then dunya is all because of pain and al-akhirah is... No, man. No, chill, bro. No. You can have a beautiful life in the dunya and a beautiful life in the akhirah. I remember a good scholar saying that the promise that Allah gave to Muslims was the same promise as he gave to the Jews. That if you follow up to his guidance... He will give you paradise in this dunya and paradise in akhirah. And these are my last words. Have a beautiful day. Ciao.